Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Alrighty, guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. We're really excited to have you here with us today. We are looking deep and hard at a topic that I have really been passionate about since starting Bible study. I feel like it's something that as us girls have talked and have had so many discussions about the future. It's just something that comes up and that is how to wait well. That question is one that I feel like so many of us are asking ourselves Mm -hmm. and it's a difficult question to tackle if I'm being honest with you. I think that it's something that a lot of Christians struggle with because it's like, well, we know that God's with us. We know that he's always providing and that he's always good and he's always faithful. But sometimes it just feels like you're waiting on that one season to come Mm -hmm. and we're not really sure what to do in the meantime. So we're going to take a deep and hard look at what it means to wait well and how we practically do that. So let's just jump right in with some initial thoughts. Maddie, what do you think about waiting well? What have you learned? thus far in our very few years of life that we have lived. talking about few years. Um, I am an old lady. <laughs> it feels like we're really old, but we're not. Yeah. What do you feel like the Lord has taught you in regards to this so far? Okay. Well, actually, fun fact, the first year that I decided to have a word of the year, uh, the first word that I ever chose was wait. Mm. And I learned a lot studying that in scripture and just looking at different things like that, reading devotions about it. And one thing that I really learned specifically was that just because you're waiting for a new season doesn't mean that you're supposed to be inactive in the season that you're in right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we can sometimes get it a little bit messed up like you were saying because we're like, okay, I'm waiting for this new season of life. This is going to be great. I'm just waiting for the Lord to move and to tell me what I'm supposed to do. And obviously that's really great. It's good to be expectant for what the Lord's going to do in your life. It's Mm -hmm. good to be praying about those things, to be seeking his will on those things. But one thing I think we tend to mess up is that we completely disregard the current season that we're in, that you were just waiting for however long ago. Mm -hmm. You know, you were praying for this season that you're in right now, praying that the Lord would use it, that you would be given ministry opportunities, that you would be living your best life. And now we just kind of live in this constant rotation of, I'm just waiting for the next season. And then when you get there, it's, I'm waiting for the next season. And we talked about this while we were discussing what all we were going to cover in this episode. Lily and I were talking about the episode that we recorded. It's been a a while while now about what is really the pinnacle of life. Mm -hmm. And I think this kind of is the same concept because in that episode, we discussed how especially as younger people, we're waiting for all these big things to happen and that's going to be the next season that you're in. So as young people, we're kind of stuck in this rotation, like I said, of just waiting for the next big thing to happen. Then when it's actually happening, you're either dreading the fact that it's happening or you're just waiting for the next big thing to happen. So like for me, I mean, I I have definitely gotten caught up in these things before because as you know, a younger person, you're waiting until you're in high school and that's mm-hmm. going to be the pinnacle of life. And then you're waiting till you graduate high school. That's going to be the pinnacle of life. You know, that summer after you get done with school and like we're in that summer right now. And I can honestly say that it's not as great as the movies 
depict. And I think we tend to raise our expectations way too high when it comes mm-hmm. to this stuff. And I think mainly that's because we're the ones making the plans. We're the ones that are like, okay, this season of my life is going to be the best. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the best stinking summer knowing that we're done with high school. We're starting college. You know, this is like the end of our teenage years and before we become official adults. And then once you get done with college, it's like, okay, now I want to get married. Or while you're in college, it's I want a relationship now and then I want to get married, then I want to have kids, then blah, blah, blah. And you're just constantly waiting for the next season while overlooking the current one. Mm -hmm. And that is an issue because I think the Lord really calls us to live in the moment, but also live expectantly. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, it's, kind of a difficult concept to wrap our minds around, I think, because as humans, we are always looking forward to the next thing and it's difficult for us to live in the moment. But I think that the Lord calls us to look around, look for the ministry that we have currently Mm -hmm. in the job that you're in now, the school that you're in now, before you get to college, before you get married, before you have kids, what can you be doing now to strengthen your relationship with him and to strengthen your relationship with others? And how can you wait well, like Lily said earlier? And that's something that we don't discuss very much in the church. And it's something that I think a lot of 21st century Christians are having a difficult time grasping. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally one of them because I am definitely the kind of person that's like, okay, this summer, this is the season we've been waiting for, you know. But then once the summer's over, I'm going to be like, okay, now we're just waiting for college. Now we're waiting for this, waiting for that. And so then you just completely disregard that season that you were waiting for for so long previously. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowing the Lord to use you where you are now while still waiting expectantly. Mm -hmm. I think it's Elizabeth Elliot who has a quote that says, do the next right thing. Mm -hmm. And I've always loved that one, but I think that we can easily get so caught up in do the next big thing and not follow through on do the next ordinary thing. Do the Mm -hmm. next thing that the Lord tells you that may not be grand, that may not look as amazing as you thought it would, or, Mm -hmm. you know, it may not even be something that other people know about. It could be a little thing like helping an older lady with a grocery shopping cart or something like that where no one else is seeing it, no one else is applauding you for it, but it's that simple obedience, that simple ordinary lifestyle, that ordinary Christian lifestyle that we're supposed to be living daily that we're usually not living because we're so distracted by trying to focus on doing the next big thing instead of following through on the things that God has for us right now in our Mm -hmm. little corners of the world. And that's something that I can definitely find myself falling into is looking forward to the future, looking forward to the next big thing, and then I just totally miss what he's doing today. And I feel like especially as younger folks, we can do this. And I know the older folks do it too, but I think as you get older, you just kind of start to realize that the little things are the big things. Mm -hmm. And it's a little easier to kind of discern between those things when you're in the moment because you've lived some life and you have experienced the big things and you kind of realize, hey, that's not really as big as I thought it was going to be. That didn't end up being as grand as I thought it would be. It was still good. It was everything that the Lord wanted it to be, but it wasn't necessarily the pinnacle of life. What I always try to remind myself of in times like that where I find myself living more distracted than I find myself living in the moment and really soaking in what God is doing in my everyday life, I try to remind myself the pinnacle is not the season. The pinnacle is seeking the Lord in the season. Mm-hmm. It's seeking Him in your everyday life. That is what makes 
every season grand. That is what makes every season worthwhile. When you are actively pursuing Christ and a relationship with him, what could be better than that? Because he's showing up in your everyday life. He's not just showing up for a week of your life or Mm -hmm. a month or whatever. And I think that we'll find that the relationships, marriage, having kids, retirement, whatever it may be for you, whatever season you're in right now, I think we're going to find that those things are not everything. So I think the important lesson to learn in this is that waiting well really just boils down to seeking the Lord well Mm -hmm. in your everyday life. And that is such an ordinary, simple piece of advice, I feel like. But how many of us really do that? How many of us genuinely seek the Lord even when we don't feel like it? Because Mm -hmm. when you're in a season of waiting It's so easy to, like Maddie said, become inactive in our faith and just wait. (laughs) And we don't do anything. We don't pray. We're not growing in our prayer lives. We're not being bold around others who don't know the Lord. We're not sharing the gospel. We're not expecting him to perform miracles or to show up in our everyday lives. We're not expecting that because we are only expecting him to move when we get to this specific season. And that really means that we're just living distracted lives. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. When you look at his schemes and his tactics and you look at how he has influenced our culture and how he is especially influencing our generation, Gen Z, millennials, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. they are all so worried about the next big thing. What's going to make me look good? The next trend. Right. The next trend. What's going to be the next thing that everybody is so consumed by because that's what we're waiting for. Mm -hmm. No, I just want to be consumed with Jesus. That's really what it boils down to. Are we so consumed with Jesus that we're seeking him in our everyday lives in the ordinary? Because I think that we'll find that he is there and that he is working and he is moving and he wants to use us even in those seasons as well. I think Hebrews 10.36 speaks really well to this of doing things as you're waiting. It says, patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. This is where we get it messed up so often because we look at our waiting seasons as seasons where we can kind of just do whatever we want Mm. and seasons where we excuse our behavior and we excuse the things that we want to do because I'm not in my season yet. And this is something that the world is actually normalizing, not necessarily in a religious perspective, but I mean, you know, how many times have we heard about people in their eras Mm -hmm. now? You know, that's the thing. You're in this era, this era, that era. It's a ridiculous concept, really, because it's like, okay, I'm not just living for an era. I'm living for eternity. Mm-hmm. And my life Ooh, is- put that on a shirt. Somebody put not that on a shirt. Not living for an era. I'm living for eternity because my life does not focus on just one specific event, one mm-hmm. specific period in my life. It focuses on forever, on right. eternity, on the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that is where we mess it up so often because we look at waiting as an excuse to do whatever we want because we're not in our responsible era yet. We're not in our Christian era yet. Mm-hmm. So we excuse our unchristian behavior because that's not where we're at right mm-hmm. now. When in fact, the Lord is calling us to patient endurance and not inactivity. Mm-hmm. I think this is an important distinction to make because the Lord never calls us to be passive in literally anything. Yeah. Even if if you are waiting for something to happen, there are always opportunities that he's giving you as mm. you're waiting because you're also being active in the season that you're in now, yeah. in the season you were praying for. Mm-hmm. And so you're in that season now. What are you going to do with it? 
And the problem with us is that we're just always waiting for the next best thing. We're always waiting for the next best season instead of living in the one that we're given now. And even if this season is difficult, even if it's hard, even if it's not fun, it's still a season that you are called to Mm -hmm. endure with patient endurance. And you are called to look forward to better things, but do ministry in the hard things now. So that's what we need to be focused on. Just because it's hard doesn't mean that it's a season that you weren't called to go through. Obviously, Mm -hmm. if you're in this season, the Lord has you there for a reason. I just turned into Dr. Seuss. (laughs) And you are called to do your best in that season. And you're called to serve him with everything that you have, whether you want Mm -hmm. to or not. I like how you brought that up because we act like if I am not living my best life, if I'm not having my best day, then Jesus is just going to excuse me mm-hmm. from following him today. It'll be fine. I just need to focus on myself and I need to just calm down and I relax. I need to go take a bubble bath and love myself more. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually something that I tend to fall into a lot though because it's like my social battery is drained. I've been around people for too long. I just need some rest and relaxation. I need a good murder show. Oh my goodness. And I need people to leave me alone. But- the Lord is convicting me. I often ask him like, why? Why do you have to make me do extroverted things? I'm not an extrovert. Anyway, all my fellow introverts can relate to that, I'm sure. But yeah, I think we just need to, <laughs> Lily's just sitting here giving me like, <laughs> oh gosh, the most ridiculous look. Because Lily is, we've had this conversation before, peeps, on the pod. Lily is the extrovert. And I am the introvert and she wants to do all these extroverty things and I want to do all these introverty things. I want to be left alone in my room with my books and my records and she wants to go out, be with people and to say drive that we are places. not really on the same playing field right now is an the understatement <laughs> of the century. <laughs> Anyways, we're in different seasons, guys. And so it's Big a time. struggle. And we're But considering that she is the senior sibling, I'm just forced to be in the same season as she, she is. has to follow along, guys. She has to fall in line. Um anyways, okay, what was I thinking? I was just thinking of something very important that I was gonna say. Oh yes. That One you of should the let things- me relax. <laughs> One of the things that the Lord taught me through working with Rocky and the season that we went through with him, and we're still going through that with him right now, but one of the things that he taught me while working with Rocky in 2019, 2020 time period was that there is ministry in the mess. And if you don't know Rocky's story, I know that there are a lot of new listeners. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know Rocky's story and what we've been through with him, we have many, many blog posts that we've written about his story and just kind of sharing our experiences with him and our journey with him. So if you want to head over to our blog and check those out, we will link a couple of those below in the episode description if you want to check those out. But That was just one of the things that he really taught me in that season is that there is ministry in the mess and Mm -hmm. God can use those seasons where it looks like nothing's happening. We're all discouraged. We're all grumpy. We're all just trying to figure this thing out. It seems like nothing is going our way. Nothing is going the right way. Even in those times, the Lord is moving. And I think that we lose sight of that so easily because of our human emotions and our own feelings. But that's where spiritual discipline is so key and plays such an important role in our lives because I know that the Lord is good. I know that he's faithful because I've built altars that I can go back to. I have experienced his goodness in such a way that I can recount those things. I can share memories. I can talk about those things. And I feel like that's why Christian community is so important because we can do that with each other and we can remind each other, hey, remember when God 
did this for us. Like he can do that again. He can show up. He is capable of doing this. He is more than capable. And we just need to be focused on him and we need to allow him to minister even to us in our mess Mm -hmm. because that's a hard lesson to learn sometimes. But that's something that I learned during Rocky's stuff and that I'm still learning to this day. But it's just important to really take that to heart in seasons where you are waiting and trying to figure out how do I wait well? How do I not waste this season? Because I know that so many Christians are doing that and we're in a period where we're inactive because we're distracted. Yeah. Don't get distracted. The enemy wants you there. He wants you to feel discouraged. He wants you to be so focused on the next big thing where you miss every little thing that God is doing. And they're not really little things. I I just say that to Mm -hmm. kind of put it in a way where we can understand it and how we think about it because that's really what we think yeah. is that our everyday lives are insignificant. The mm-hmm. things that happen, the events that happen and take place in our everyday lives, those are insignificant. But when you think about it, the kingdom in the very beginning, when Jesus comes and you have John the Baptist who's baptizing and you have Jesus who's just coming on the scene calling his disciples, his ministry, the kingdom seems so insignificant, but then it becomes unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And I just love that that is something that we can remind ourselves of and take hold of because that's what God is doing in our everyday lives. It may seem insignificant to so many around us, but it will become unstoppable if we allow ourselves to be used by him and to glorify him. I find it ironic that we look at all these other testimonies that other people have of how the Lord intervened in their mess, Mm -hmm. in their season of hardship and trial and difficulty. And yet when we experience those seasons, it's just kind of like, I'm not even going to allow the Lord to move because Mm. I am distracted because I don't want him to right now. I just want to revel in this uh, difficulty and I want to be the victim. And we so often fall prey to that victim mentality. Mm -hmm. And that's a big problem because we look at these other testimonies and we're like, oh my goodness, look at how the Lord moved in that mess. Look at how he moved in those trials. Look at what he did. And yet when we are experiencing some of those same difficulties or difficulties of the same magnitude, but different Mm -hmm. circumstances, we are just kind of like, well, the Lord's not going to be able to do anything in this. I'm just waiting for that perfect season where none of this is going to happen. But honestly, I think we look back on our lives and some of the most difficult seasons are the ones that we love the most. Mm. And I mean, at least that's the case for me sometimes. I just wrote a blog post a couple weeks ago about defeat and feeling defeated and feeling discouraged all the time. But you look back on those different seasons where you made some hard decisions or you dealt with some critical feedback or, you know, something that discouraged you. And you look back on those and you think, Praise the Lord for making me feel helpless, Mm -hmm. for making me rely on him because I needed to. Praise the Lord that he humbled me in this season. But we're the ones that get to decide to look back on it like Mm -hmm. that. We're the ones that decide, okay, I'm going to function in this helpless mentality and I'm going to give these issues to the Lord and I'm going to allow him to work in them. Even if it's going to be painful, even if it's going to be a lot harder because I have to make a right decision that everyone else thinks is wrong or a decision that I'm not going to be backed on. But we look back on that defeat and that discouragement and we think, that was the best decision I ever made because I did what was right and I allowed the Lord to humble me. Now, alternatively, if we decide not to allow the Lord to work in those seasons, we decide to be inactive and distracted, go along with the crowd, do those kinds of things, we're not going to be able to look back fondly on those seasons. We're just going to look back and be like, well, that was a waste of my life or that was really discouraging and there was no hope in that Mm -hmm. situation at all. And that's our fault. 
Yeah. We're the ones that create situations like that, and we need to start taking responsibility for that, mm-hmm. even though that may be convicting and even more discouraging. But we're the ones that have to decide that we are going to use those seasons of waiting, those seasons of hardship to glorify the Lord and to seek ministry in mm-hmm. every area of our lives. Okay, so practically speaking, one of my main prayers in really in every season that I've been in, whether I'm trying to figure out how do I wait well, uh, whether I'm kind of on the mountaintop and I'm having a really good season and I'm enjoying it and I feel like I'm in the Lord's presence and experiencing Him no matter what season I've been in, my prayer, and I've been intentional about this now, I'm not saying I always get it right, but I've really tried to be intentional about making my prayer, Lord, help me to have a receptive heart. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what season I'm in, I want to be able to respond well to the Lord yeah. and to give him my whole heart, no matter what season I'm in. Mm-hmm. Because emotions, whether we like it or not, they play a huge role in our behavior and in our worship to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important that we have a spiritual discipline to pray those prayers, even if we don't feel like it, and to respond in the right way that we should, because the Lord is always worthy of our worship. He is yeah. always worthy of our prayer and our time. And it's so important that we believe that without a shadow of a doubt, mm-hmm. and we are willing to give him what he deserves, because truly, we could worship him for our whole entire lifetime. And that still wouldn't be enough. Eternity isn't enough to respond to what he has done for us. Dying on the cross, saving us from our sin, he has done something for us that we could never repay him for. But I want to try and I want to make an effort to live my life unto him in every single way that I possibly can, no matter the season, no matter my emotions. Because when you think about it, here on earth, right now, the time that we're living in, this is our opportunity to respond to the Lord despite our circumstances, despite our feelings, and to actually willingly worship despite those things. Because in heaven, it's not like we're not going to have an option, but that's just what we're all going to be doing. We're going to embrace that and we're going to be so immersed in that worship that no one will want to do anything else. But right here and right now where there's pain and there's suffering and there's doubt and we're experiencing all those things, it makes it a little more difficult to worship through those things. It makes it a lot more difficult to wait well and to not become distracted. And so let's use this time to worship the Lord because he is worthy of it. I think that's really what constitutes godly good waiting Mm -hmm. is worshiping in the midst of your waiting and looking for those opportunities for ministry. Because if we're not doing that, then we're not fulfilling the current season that we're supposed to be in. Because Mm -hmm. no matter what stage of life you're in, the season you are in will always be centered around ministry and pointing people towards the kingdom. Mm -hmm. That never changes. Every single stage of life you're in, you will be called to minister to other people and Mm -hmm. to worship the Lord. So there's our two certainties in life. That's about it. We are going to wrap this episode up in prayer. We hope that it encouraged you and maybe convicted you a little bit and just reminded you that worship in the waiting is very, very important. So please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for giving us the opportunity to sit down and discuss this topic and record this episode. I pray that you would just help each and every person listening to wait well for the season that is coming to them. And I pray that you would just help all of us to worship you as we're waiting, to glorify you as we're waiting, and to seek ministry as we're waiting. I pray that we would just be a light to the people around us, that we would show them that even if we are in a season of difficulty and hardship and trial, that we will always continue to worship you and to glorify you. And I pray that that would just be an incredible influence on the people around us and that that would just point them directly to you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We pray that it inspired you no matter what season you're in right now. Take this with you. If you're not in a season where you're waiting right now and you're not struggling through that and you are kind of on the mountaintop like we've been talking about, that's okay. But make sure to take these truths to heart, these biblical truths, Mm -hmm. and remind yourself of them when you need them. Be sure to download this episode and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 